the technical <laughs> foul thing, like, did they, like, A Crazy Nights, did they, they took that straight from that movie, and I really appreciate that. Get uh, that crap out of here! Or it's like, it's like, <laughs> what is it? Who, who gives a shit? Who gives <laughs> a shit? Like, now that was some David Copperfield. He's like, David David Copper like ten points off on the globe trotters. <laughs> I can't the big mouth. <laughs> I got the half time buzzer. I'm tired. And then like there's these like the things like it's all part of the show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and welcome to Metrocast. <laughs> I was gonna it's say, like, yeah. <laughs> welcome to oh Metrocast. God. <laughs> Get that crap out of here! It's like, what is it? Why do you almost it's sound like, like Gilbert Gottfried? Abraham hit me with a wiffle ball bat, like. <laughs> I don't um, remember a single goddamn thing that God ever did for us. For so why don't we just live it up? It's like, what is it? Why don't we just do it? Screw it all. Do whatever the hell we want. We yeah. want. Like, yeah. Let the sin In begin. begin. <laughs> Let the sin begin. That was a good one, brother. <laughs> this is so much fun. I never want it to end. Why should it? Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? <laughs> what, what, what is this anyway. movie referring to? <laughs> What is it? I don't actually know, honestly. We're talking we're talking about Little Nicky, right? Yes. Yeah, For like... some reason, you guys have developed this nasty obsession with Little Nicky. <laughs> what do like... you mean nasty? It's a, di- it's like, a horrible film. It's, like, it's a disease. We'll wrap your minds we'll around this, gentlemen. It's like, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, so Chicago kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so on point? I, I think we're spawns of Satan, bro. Or I can't do it. I can't do that one. It's so dumb. I can do the Nikki, and I can do the fucking the, the little guy. The re- I can do Nikki, the referee, and the, oh, you're talking about the dog. <laughs> the, the dog. dog. <laughs> now move your teeth up and back, down. Down. Now sw- good. Now swallow. <laughs> Move it down your throat. throat. Your throat hole. And your throat hole. Like, I hate that I know that. Like, like, Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. Oh, God. Well, no, Alright, so this is okay. Leon <laughs> <laughs> is like dying inside right now, probably. Oh, uh, Leon's having a fun time. He's peace. <laughs> So my theory is that he brought up Little Nicky. I think he likes. I like think he likes the discourse more than he lets on. He likes to talk about to hear about it. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out why you guys love it so much. (laughs) Because it's it's a good movie. It's the peak of vulgar auteurism. (laughs) I I wouldn't go that far in saying it's vulgar auteurist Kino, but it is pretty. It's something else, you know. It's like it's it's the closest we're gonna get to another Marx Brother film. In the oh, oh, that's a it's like statement. it's like what like the judges oh. it's it's like <laughs> no back okay zohan is like duck soup-esque and um what is it little nicky is oh my god i'm trying to think it's like a modern buster keaton film that sounds pretty accurate <laughs> <laughs> and then click is like He's city lights. Away. 
What the fuck are you even talking oh, about? Isn't, are that, wait, I thought Quick was supposed to be more like Frank Capra. Like no. Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorn. Everybody yeah, needs like, Little Nicky is time. Capra-esque. Like, like, what is it? What was that thing like he says at the end? It's like, every good guy needs a break. Or every something. good guy needs a break sometimes. <laughs> I can show you the quarter trick. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Leon, what is, what's your favorite Adam Sandler film that isn't Uncut Gems or Punch Trunk Love? Because those films don't count. Nor Meyerowitz stories. God damn it, dude. Why do you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> no survivors. What is I my... swear to God, just say funny people. What's my favorite? Oh, I haven't seen funny people. It's not that Judd, funny. It's not Judd even that good. Probably, probably. I mean, he's not the lead in it, but I really do like Shakes the Clown. He's a very minor role in Shakes the Clown, but I really do like him in Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah. Get in the hole, Paul. It's time to go home. <laughs> to go for your home. Don't you want to go home? <laughs> oh, that reminds me. <laughs> the pillow fight at the end of Little Nick. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <gasps> or am I? <laughs> oh my gosh. Little, but anyways, for anybody who doesn't know, Little Nicky is probably one of the best films, right? This, this is one of the best it's films. Like, definitely the most seen. memorable film of uh, the past 20 years. <laughs> I don't know. From like from the exquisite direction. Like no, that entire... Or just like or just like just the opening credits, you know, just like that are so like beautifully done and like what is it? Like Microsoft Word. Or Microsoft PowerPoint. <laughs> You're talking about the comic stands opening? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. No. So you um... think you saw like you think trouble every day was like that? Wait till you see little Nicky. Little Nicky guy. That's crazy. like a whole new level of mastery. Mastery of the arts. I the just think I think you guys have little Nicky there because you just want to fuck with me. You just want to like destroy me, <laughs> ruin my day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's 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 just. To I mean, that's watch partially true. Uh, yeah, pretty true. Okay, are we actually recording? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> We've been recording. <laughs> oh my god. So, anyways, speaking of. Our little Nikki talk. <laughs> literally, every... are we actually supposed to? I was just gonna say, literally every movie has been delayed. Normally, we would have news to talk about or something to talk about related to the industry, but like, theaters are shut down, movies have been delayed. That's it. I mean, there's nothing else going on in the industry. The movies have halted production. <laughs> there's not much to report <laughs> on. It's 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 over. It's ah, uh, it's so like, over. Freaking con. Confused, like cons being a bunch of cucks not streaming their films online. Who? Are they really not? Who's not streaming? Of course, of course not. <laughs> That'd be funny. Saying, say like, well, did you watch a, the new Paul Verhoeven or Wes Anderson on a computer? That'd be some con type shit to do. I, I believe it. I don't know. I mean, I saw L on Rabbit. Hey, <laughs> that's the best way to do uh, it. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, I watch a bunch of movies on my computer. I don't get it. I think the reason why people hate the fact that people watch movies on a computer is because it's a distracting factor, especially if you have a dual monitor setup. 
Especially if you have ADHD, the struggle. Mm. That's because then you're like, I want to open up a new tab and quickly look at this one thing because I'm like, oh, I remember that one guy from this one thing. Where have I seen him? And then you fall down a rabbit hole and you don't pause the movie or you pause the movie and then you just keep going, right? So it's like people do that anyway with their phones when they're watching on a TV. Yeah, downward spiral. I usually put my phone away and I try to minimize distractions as much as I can. I yeah, the phone away is key. Yeah. Keep your phone the fuck away from you when you're watching a movie. That's all you gotta do. I have, mm-hmm. so I have it on Ringer, so I can tell me to die, Mark. Telling <laughs> 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 me not to live. In theaters, it's really easy because you you're already in the environment, so it's just like don't pull it out. You'll be just fine. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I do, yeah. I do. I do it anyway. <laughs> you pull it out in the theater. Yeah, he whips it out in the theater. No. That's why that's why he went to go watch the human condition. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Right, that's what happened. You watched the human condition in theaters and that's all like all like for ten hours. For ten hours. Okay. How did that go, Dylan? Since that's one of your last first the first one was good. The second one I was like getting oh man. I was like starting to get like freaking I don't know like restless being in a seat for so long. <laughs> I, I mean, how did and you I was like resisting the urge like so much because I was like, "There's no point in checking the phone because like I'm gonna be here for so long anyway. What's the point?" <laughs> it was a challenge, isn't what you're saying? Fail- I failed it. <laughs> you checked your phone during human condition. Well, I mean, it's they, it's like not like one like whole thing. It's like they have it's like broke up into like six intermission breaks in between oh thank god because it's like it's breaks? not like one movie it's three separate movies how long were the breaks actually uh they're they were like 15 to 20 minutes with uh uh i think after the second one they had it for like they had like a 40 to 45 minute long break for like dinner well that's, yeah. that's nice at least they gave you that yeah <laughs> you spent a whole day in the cinema watching is it the greatest thing ever made honestly probably like top top like uh, three of all time, top three of all time in, yeah, in your personal like, canon. Uh, it's uh, or... it's the top three. It's Human Condition one, Human Condition three, then Human Condition two. That's how it goes. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda esque. No. Wanda esque. What about Spasm? Spas. Spasm. I need, I need to see that again because that was like Lynchian mind fuck. <laughs> Anyways, how have you all been? Uh, well, my mom was really, really sick, and we thought that she had corona, so we had her get tested. Um, or what? she went and got tested, got an x-ray and everything. Oh. How did that go? Um, so far, so good. I mean, she tested negative for it, but we're still okay. doing, good. like, quarantine and self-isolation, just in case. Oh, yeah. So, we've mostly just been hanging out in the house. Um, the only time we've ever really left was the grocery stores and stuff, but, I mean, that's about it um just checking in with family members mostly the grandparents to see how they're doing and uh trying to facetime when i can and you know trying not to lose my mind in here all cooped up yeah i also realized that today i totally missed a class because we do like we don't do zoom we do another form of like web communication and i totally forgot that i had one at 5 30 today and it was only for half an hour so i don't really care that i missed it (laughs) <laughs> but I totally spaced it. 
And you're going to wing it when anything comes up about those 30 there's, minutes that you missed. Well, there's nothing to do. I mean, because the, the class is a screen or a screen printing class, so everything we did was oh, physical. Yeah. So we can't. Yeah. I can't really do anything other than come up with designs and say, oh, that would look cool on a shirt, or, man, that would look nice on some fabric, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all I can do in that class now. But what about you guys? What have, what have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Um, Pretty much just staying home doing enough but not really enough i don't know i'm just here most of the time i'm on discord which is a bit tragic <laughs> most of the time i am talking like i mean leon knows i'm pretty much just on like okay from about like six to on i'm on the server and i'm just talking in voice chat just bullshitting for about an hour a couple hours <laughs> <laughs> and it's terrible <laughs> It's it's like it's it's hilarious, but it's terrible. <laughs> you know, the other interesting thing about this whole quarantine thing I see affecting podcasts is that they now have to like do it online, which we've been doing this whole time. So I mean, we've been doing this shit online already. So maybe we're ahead of the curve on that, but it's uh, oh, we are definitely. It's just so yeah. interesting to see how literally everything's been affected by this, especially those uh, late night talk show hosts. Oh, they're trying to keep it up, like with what, like live streams on instagram right or some shit like really that. i didn't know that i thought they just did it from home like they just yeah like just doing it from mm-hmm. home it's like jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel oh on it's instagram like live. it's cringe as fuck i don't want to even see it because what there's no the audience is not there the audience like, is the not there is like so it's just like there's no pause in between to register the laugh oh, oh yeah oh, it's just like okay and then moving on blah 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 that's really awkward i mean i haven't watched any late night talk show hosts ever in my life really mm-hmm. so i don't know i've seen only clips and they're just like super awkward now that they don't have an audience to feed off of <laughs> they can't just be sucking the energy out of the people around them Mm-hmm. what about you uh dylan what have you been up to most of the time like my regiment is just like staying up to five to six a.m. and then waking up at like two to three p.m. Jesus and Christ, like most just like watch t- movie, watch a movie, watch one movie watch... a day. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna watch. I try. I, yeah, I try. It's like so tired now. <laughs> it's like when you wake up later, the day seems to just go by faster. It's yes. Weird. Yeah. Yes. It's the perfect thing. Yeah. Well, I wake up. It's like the more the more I do it, the faster we I get out of this crap. I usually fall asleep sometime around uh, two ish in the morning, two or three in the morning now, and I wake up at like ten at the earliest. So I try and like do what I can to uh, what is it maintain some sort of regimen and schedule, and it helps that. I have kid siblings that I help take care of and like help them with their schoolwork. So I have to be up in the morning to help them with their schoolwork and their Zoom classes and all that stuff. Basically, the teachers don't uh, know what they're doing. So most of the time, the the classes are like the teacher holding up the like worksheet, and the students just kind of have to like try and see what it is because the teacher oh, doesn't no. have a scanner to scan it in. It's really bad, and the, my seven-year-old little brother has, like, d- like the teacher just drops off, like, a huge packet of paper, and so we're just supposed to fill it out through the week, and 
that's what I've been doing. Get up in the morning, help him do his homework, 10 minutes of reading, watches a YouTube video from his teacher, and that's it. And then he's just playing Minecraft for the rest of the day. For the rest of the day. You know what? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a bad schedule. <laughs> I mean, he, he likes that he doesn't have to go to school right now. And then he's going to get bored. Oh, he's not mm -hmm. bored at all. Really? This is, a, this is like summer vacation to him, except that he doesn't get to go and hang out with his friends. He can't do hood rat shit with his friends. I mean, he is seven, so... <laughs> it's like, I'll wake up in the morning and I have, like, this disheveled hair and, like, you know, I took a picture of myself with a coffee mug and I said, being a single father is hard, but it's definitely rewarding. <laughs> and it was a picture of me. It was, like, me holding the coffee mug and, like, I was trying to do one of those dad selfies where I had half my face in the image and the coffee mug and then my two little siblings doing their homework. <laughs> it ain't easy out here. And easy being a single father too, but it is rewarding. <laughs> but that's Jesus that's Christ. basically what I've been doing this last week because my mom's just been super super sick, and my stepdad's been super busy with work. So that's what I've been doing. <sighs> At least he saw his work going on. Yeah, I don't have work going on, so I've just been sitting. I finally got my unemployment check too. I'm like, fuck yeah. How much was that again? Oh, I don't want to describe it here on the podcast. I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, it's depressing. Oh no. Yeah, it's not a fun yeah. number. Oh, yeah. It's a number to keep me alive and that's it. Oh no. Oh no. And I probably don't qualify for the twelve hundred dollar stimulus package either, which is freaking epic. Ah, oh, that's tough. Speaking of the twelve hundred dollar stimulus pack, um, Bernie's gone. Yeah. Sad. Oh. Sad. Are we getting political here today? We can't I mean we can, but I'm just saying like yeah, let's he didn't he, he wanted like more money in the package but it's like i, I don't know sad it sucks i don't think it's sad, sad or it really sucks i mean you kind of just have to i don't know get a grip of reality like he was never gonna win i mean most of I his wish. most of his support was online and not in the polls and that's where it matters you have to go to the polls and you have to market to older people because older people go and vote younger people want to just talk about it on twitter and they count that as a vote that's not a vote it's it's not to entirely like discredit the uh, the whole mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders movement and following and all that, but it's like yeah. that's the problem. That's the huge issue from what I see. I think okay. he had potential to get the candidate if he this like you said it, it was very much more internet based like, politic. Like you can say and show so much shit online, but when it comes to physical. You gotta go for it. You gotta go vote. I mean, you heard about the Wisconsin governor who was like, nah, we're not gonna delay the primaries. People still have to go vote in person. <laughs> or, wait, no, no, no. It wasn't the governor. It was the Supreme Court that did that. The governor was like, hey, yeah. can we delay it? And then it went to a court, and then it went to a Supreme Court of uh, Wisconsin, and they said, no, you gotta go vote in person. You're not doing that shit online. Yeah, it was, something, it was oh. either the governor or it was Imagine some... If they I think the governor of the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. I can't remember exactly. No, the governor was asking for them to be delayed. Yes, everyone was asking for them to mm. be delayed. I do remember that. I know. And all I like, know no, is, is come come November, I know who I'm voting for. <laughs> Ready for more years of Trump? I'm voting for, for more years. years. Four no, more sorry. years. Donnie oh, got so. it, bro. No, I'm writing in like fucking. Just voting Trump just to own the Democratic National Convention. <laughs> just to just to sauce on him, you know? It's just to stick like stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to vote Donnie. I mean, I don't see myself voting for any other fucking candidate. No third party interests me, and definitely not Biden, so probably Donnie. Donnie, man. Oh, no. I mean, oh, if Donnie God. gave but me $1,200, I'd probably give him, uh, like, a more solidified vote, but until then, it's kind of like, eh, kind of have to, I guess. Uh, I have, or, I've heard theory about, like, people like, crazy people. Let me, let me, let me state that. Mm-hmm. Crazy people who believe that this whole epidemic, while there is a virus, but it's also kind of something completely different, saying that it's a takeover of some sort. A takeover, huh? Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean takeover? And like, the way they described it was like, it's like, um, dropping the value of our money and all that is kind of like a power move by the 1%. And at putting everybody on stasis checks or like basic income checks for the fact that nobody, or a lot of people aren't really going to have jobs is going to be pretty much pandering to the lower class who already, oh no. More like capitalism. More like capitalism. <laughs> yeah, no. No, but it, it was basically, he was going on and he was just saying, yeah, well, it's more than things because the basic um, income checks, the $1,200 a month, it's like another way of granting like either lower income or middle class, like uh, just, it's just basically another form of welfare, even though it's very situational and it's not permanent, mm-hmm. but it would just be like kind of, um, what what is the, a gateway into grabbing more people into um, that sort of dependency on government funds and either way with all of the money going by it really is also dropping our current or like our value of money mm-hmm. and once our value of money is gone basically the whole world's gonna be fucked because everybody runs on our currency for whatever fucking reason i don't even know Ugh. if if our economy goes everybody's economy goes they didn't change shit from the great depression uh because we got the gold yeah. we got the gold the gold also money uh, money Money printer go (laughs) It's kind of amazing that we spent, what, like half a trillion or a trillion dollars in the stock market and it was gone in an afternoon? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. insane. It's like, goddamn, we could have used that money for literally anything else. (laughs) Literally. Oh, it's so fucking sad to see that money just fucking disappear. Jesus Christ. Money printer go I think it was like (laughs) 1.5 trillion. Jesus Christ. I think it was like they said, like, that was like that's the same exact amount of money that it costs to like relieve all student debt in America or something. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I saw people talk about that, and I was like, "Man, I ain't got student debt, but shit, I could take that money and do something with it. Mm. Do something, you know? Open yeah. up my own little Etsy shop and make shitty art. Fuck yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I could see Leon being like at some farmers market. <laughs> on a Sunday, just in his in his little sweater, Aww. turtleneck, obviously, glasses on, hair pushed to the side. Ugh. He has his easel with him too. Like he's he's sketching out pictures. Just see, I wish, nothing important. I wish I were a physical artist. I wish I were, but I'm not a physical artist. I'm a digital media artist, so I can't really like create things unless I do it on the computer first. But um, if your heart believes it, you can do it. You can do anything. <laughs> sounds like something says, my grandma would say. You just gotta she, believe. She that she like says. I, I always say I can't do art, so like I, don't listen to me. <laughs> that that oh. that legit sounded like some fucking Happy Gilmore shit, like something the grandma told him. Believe you can do the art. 
believe in your heart you can do it. Oh, it's from, like, I believe in you. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, it was like the one where I don't even know where the fuck it was from. The other thing is that like I think SpongeBob is still slated to come out this year. I think SpongeBob Thank goodness. Uh, let me see a release calendar. Well, a lot of things are still slated to come out. Like really? Well, a few things, of course. Uh, so we're, we're in least, April. You know, the the um, Wes Anderson's French Dispatches is still coming out in October. I mean, it got pushed <laughs> back, but it's coming. It's still coming out this year. What is Fucking, it? Um, Was it just me, or did that the French Dispatch just it, it didn't look that good? It looks freaking epic. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think it, I've seen the trailer for that. I need to do that. I've only seen it once, and I said, "All right, cool. Where do I like? Where do I sign up to give it a 10? <laughs> I'm just looking at the release dates for the U.S. and it's like Military Wives comes out May 22nd, um, The Green Knight comes out May 29th, and it's like I wonder if these are just gonna go straight to VOD. VOD. I wonder. Yeah, I think they might. Tenet is still slated for July. I'm I. If people are that stupid to be like, oh, Nolan, I'm going to go to 75 millimeter screening of shitty movie, ha ha ha. Well, no, what theater's going <laughs> to be open in July, though? Tenet, Tenet look, ironically, looks pretty hard, not going to lie. Stop. Tenet looks good. I mean, I look, just... I look, look, I'm not the big fan of Nolan, but honestly, it looks pretty good. So, as far as I can tell, Tenet is coming out July 17th, Mulan is coming out July 24th, SpongeBob is coming out July uh, 31st. Um, and there's another SpongeBob movie. Yeah, Sponge on the Run is coming out. I'll go find him. Oh, oh. Let's go cry. I didn't already do this already. That that was a whole episode. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it's called Gary yeah. Come Home or something. And there's oh. like a whole like sad montage of him like trying to find him. Yeah. yeah, and then like the freaking Gary gets like picked up by the old woman that eats snails, and wasn't she voiced by that one chick? There's multiple one like, chicks. You need to. No, like the one that's like, what was that movie? Which one? <laughs> there's a baby there's, mama. A, there's been a bunch of baby mama. The baby. Oh like, my God. Amy Poehler. Like, um, Amy Poehler, yeah. Yeah, Amy I was like, I didn't even know. Just like, holy shit, that was Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. <laughs> she voiced Voice... the old woman. I think that. No, Amy she Poehler. didn't. You're, you're find... lying. You are lying. See... I'll find it. <laughs> Square pants. Wonder Square Woman, Wonder Woman's coming out August 14th. Bill and Ted 3 is tw- August 21st. Quiet oh, Place. Oh, I forgot Bill and Ted 3. Yeah, yeah I, it says that right here. Fun. It's like, in this, it's like in the episode, have you seen the snail? Amy Poehler voices grandma. grandma. That's weird. Grandma Poehler. Grandma. And Quiet Place 2 comes out September 4th. Monster Hunter September 4th. Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It September 11th. The Kingsman comes oh, out September, 8, uh, September 18th. Candyman comes out. September 25th, Venom 2, October 2nd. Uh, Dang, we're feasting this year. <laughs> that's the question. Are we feasting? Dune is still Wait, slated Venom to come 2? Out. Did yeah. you say Venom 2 is October 2nd from what IMDb that... says? <laughs> Venom Carnage. Carnage. Uh, what else is coming out? Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong is coming out November 20th, 2020. Um, Free Guy, December 11th, 2020. Dune twenty uh Dune December eighteenth, West Side Story uh coming out. Oh yeah. And Coming to oh, America, the sequel of Coming to America is coming out the eighteenth as well. And Top Gun Maverick is coming out December twenty third. Jesus Christ, what a Oh yeah. Time. And uh don't forget, uh what is it? Fast, what is it? Nine comes out in April Fast. next year. 
yeah. Oh my god. 2021. That's the thing is like I don't even like I honestly do not know when theaters are going to open up go open back up. I really don't think they're going to open up by July. Um yeah. Probably well, then not. probably going by the projection that it'll probably slow down by August 4th or something. Yeah, but at the same time it's like even then people aren't going to return well, then... to the theaters even if because we, we don't have a vaccine, we won't have a vaccine for maybe a year and a year and a half, so yeah, I don't think people are going to be just out and rushing the streets unless they're like super desperate for it. Unless they're mobbing. Wait, it'll be like Trump will be like, go to work again. I'll I be can... like, go back to work, save the economy, go, 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 go. I can imagine glug, glug, glug. that. I mean, I mean he's I'm already getting... kind of like doing it with this anti-malaria anti joke, but that's another story. That's another story for another time. My, anyway, by the way, let me tell you, I fucking hate Daily Mail and like, because on Snapchat, if you go to like. I don't know if you go to the far right to see your friend's stories, like Daily Mail's usually there, one at the top. But basically, Daily Mail just puts in fake news about possible cures and shit, and it's kind of pissing me off because people get this hope that we'll find a fucking cure in, like, a day or so, and it's really annoying. Uh, that's how it be. That's how you get clicks. That's how you get people to pay attention. Oh, I know. I just think it's unethical. It's very unethical. If it bleeds, well, it bleeds. Mm-hmm. That's no good. That'd be the news. It says okay. that Soul, the new Pixar movie, is also coming out June nineteenth. Still, huh. the fuck Pixar is movies. This? Interesting that <laughs> it's still coming out. Hmm. You hear something? You hear some Pixar making movies? <laughs> is it even good? <laughs> Have you seen Onward? <laughs> Have you I, seen Onward? I saw Onward. I liked it. I think it was a very okay movie. You know what? If I wanted to watch two so... elves, if I wanted to watch two elves arguing, I'd just put on a Discord call with me and you. Oh, who's that? <laughs> me? No, me and Dylan. Oh, I guess. It's... Actually, I don't know, Dylan. How tall are you again? I'm like five nine. Fuck off. Fuck I don't off. know. It's been, it's been a while since I've been to Wait, the doctor. <laughs> Mark, are you like five foot six, right? I'm five six. Oh. Excuse me. Okay, that's adorable. No, I'm, just I'm a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. Yeah, Mark I'm is five foot six. Oh. I'm five foot eleven, so I could probably like pick him up like a little baby boy. You could probably pick, pick me I up. I don't see you being a tall person. I don't mean that in a bad way. I was like, wait, I feel like Mark would be a tall person. I, I, I don't know. Not. <laughs> I'm the I'm the exact opposite. I'm literally I'm, a I'm, like, I'm literally so. a head taller than Mark. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh, you, you, I'm already dead. Pull. You don't have to keep on going. I did that one, like, height pull. Did I do the height pull? I think I did. Um, Who was it that's, like, over 6'5"? It... No, wait, hold up. I could see oh. Tony being, like, 6' something. I could see Tony, Tony being 5'9 and still destroying me. <laughs> Holden <laughs> says that he is over 6'5". I'm gonna, I'm gonna ping him. It's... Ask him about that. Oh, anyway, on. yeah. But Holden as he is now. You silly liar. <laughs> Ian, oh I am ten inches. It's like it's like I've it's like okay, I've been what? transported back to like 2014 because I feel like I'm just like sitting at home watching anime, watching movies, playing video games, watching TV. Not really. But watching now your TV. government, your government is recommending it now. Yeah, my government Which says I'm now? saving the world by doing it. <laughs> the moment I've been Gotta living for. <laughs> I've literally the memes have been good this. though have they I feel like they're the same thing over and over again god I'm so bored or dude we're gonna mob the streets when we come back out of quarantine 
or we're all alcoholics now it's like oh yeah it's so cringy some of them are good some of them not so much most quarantine memes are memes are really really bad like awful Um, awful really enjoying the joe exotic meme content though oh my god yes meredith and i watched tiger king i watched a few episodes with her but god damn it do i fucking love tiger king it's so funny well it's not funny but like i hate i i I hate to i don't know i joe exotic's funny that's my problematic (laughs) i love how much he hates her he hates her with a fucking burning passion <laughs> I rewatched his like campaign video and he's like, I am broke as shit. <laughs> I am broke as shit. Have you seen that yet? Have you seen it more? Tiger King? Yeah, yeah, have you seen it? No, I've heard about it, but I do know that the main character is very much a character. Oh my yeah. god. You have like to fucking lead... watch it. Is it funny? It's really funny. Yeah. It's funny, so but it's funny. also like there are great twists and turns throughout the whole story. Yeah, like I, I hate to say it's funny because like, in the sto- the whole story itself, it's not. But he, this guy is such a character. He's a fucking He's a loon. He's yeah, a fucking moody it's... person. Oh god. Yeah. <clears throat> oh lord. Like. There's that scene where he's what what Meredith he's like trying to record uh, episodes for his uh, TV show and he would just blow up on people and just fire them because the camera's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's like, next time you're homeless, don't think about coming working for me. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the other goodies that there's so many good moments. I love when Joe Exotic's husband says they burnt my crocodilians. <laughs> <laughs> It's awful that those, those those animals died, but I've never heard a man say they burnt my crocodilians. And um, I don't know, like his um his music videos, like the one where he's up on his like full whatever truck he's got, and it's like I saw a tiger and it's bad yes. green screen. It's so great. Or and or... he had like a oh go ahead. I was just gonna say the one where he has fucking Carol Baskin feeding meat to a tiger and he's singing right in front of it. What? Yeah. Excuse me, the ca- fuck did I just hear? A pair of baskets look alike fading meat to a tiger as he sings in front of it. It's fucking hilarious. Joe Exotic is Joe Exotic is admitted he's like, I only listen to my music in the car. <laughs> you would think if it don't bump in the whip. If you, it's not worth it. Like Mark, if you listen to his speaking voice, you'd think, oh, this guy's not a singer. But when you listen to him sing, dude's got a golden voice really it's fucking crazy i've heard people say that that's not his real singing voice but i haven't seen any evidence to like prove that or back that theory up but holy fuck is it hilarious though tiger king madness mayhem and murder jesus christ is it insane Hmm. Hmm. there's like possible sex cults yeah possible sex cults there's a dude there's a dude who was literally tied to a fucking mafia and was like the most realistic and stable person in the whole show anybody's tied to the mafia yeah he was tied to the mafia at one point do you remember that guy meredith uh i gotta what was his name again hold uh, on i think he was hispanic he was like a hispanic guy or something like that and like he had a little oh, monkey he, he wasn't the guy remember. who had a little monkey with him all the time but there's another guy who walks oh, around yeah. town yeah okay you, you know what I'm talking about, right? The guy who served his time and everything in federal prison? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He was like the most stable person in the whole documentary. 
Oh my gosh. So did they actually catch the like live like presence of um the girl getting her like arm bitten off? Um, I think that they have the cameras rolling at all times. So uh, they in, did in the year that she lost her arm. I'm sure the camera caught that, but they edited it, edited that out. I'm sure they did because yeah, or they quickly ran to it and got to the scene as it was like starting or kind of in the middle of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you don't see much of the actual arm off the body. Yeah, but the first episode is so good in directing the fact that you never see her arms; you only get her head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. So you don't think about uh, like her arms or anything because people just you know you naturally assume people have both hands. So when it shows in the second episode that she lost her arm and came back to work five or nine days later, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's like boom, it just hits you and you're like, why did I never like why didn't I think about that? Everyone everyone else is yeah. showing their arms. Why isn't you know? It's I, subtle. I like it. Yeah. I like stuff like that. That's okay. That's when I'm pretty sure was it Mark who was well, somebody was quoting the like I'm never gonna financially recover from. I'm this. never gonna financially recover after this. <laughs> so actually, he said that. Well, and I don't know again if it's, I can't. I cannot say edited. I can't say that. But edited. You know what? Okay. Yeah. But like, I think it was like right after the 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 incident of them getting their their arm bitten off. He goes back into like the main like the office or the the gift it, shop i guess it's like a gift shop yeah, yeah. A gift shop and he says that and then does he offer the guests because there's a meme and i can't remember if this is what he said or not but does he offer the people there are people there and he's trying to be casual and does he offer them like a discount or was that he offers them an entire day refund or they can come back another <laughs> day and like you know yeah. just resume as they were He's just like, yeah, somebody's arm got bitten off, or I don't know if I can't. Yeah, somebody's arm got bitten off, so um, we're going to have to close down the park. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal, but, you know. <laughs> or when Joe Exotic would take Carol Baskins and Photoshop her on the head of a fucking man in a diaper. <laughs> yes. Uh, this, is what, this is what digital artists do. You're right. missing out. Mm-hmm. This is what digital artists do when they're off. Oh my god! When they're off, but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure everybody who's listened to this podcast has at least heard of Tiger King or seen it at this point. Because I mean, it's yes. everywhere. It is literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like the most popular thing on Letterbox right now. Is it? Mm-hmm. What, the, what the heck is Tiger King? <laughs> were you on the toilet when we were talking? About <laughs> Dylan was watching Little Nicky again. <laughs> on 35 million. Yeah. I wish. I wish. That would be like, that's my goal in life. Would your goal in life to be to interview Stephen Brill, director of N- Little Nicky? Yeah. No, it won't be 35, it'll be 70. 70 I'm millimeter like, okay. cut. Like, I know I've heard of this Tiger King, but what the fuck is it even about? It's about, Tiger King. it's about this guy named Joe Exotic who runs a private zoo with uh, like 170-something tigers. He has a whole bunch of, uh, he, I think he has a like, few lions, bears, wolves, all sorts of other animals at the zoo. And like there's this like rivalry between him and uh, Big Cat Rescue. Uh, the woman's name is Carol Baskins. And it just shows the seedy underbelly of people who own big exotic animals because it's not technically illegal to own a tiger in a few states. So, like, that's what he did. He ran a zoo with tigers that he built himself. Dang. 
and so it's like a Crazy. seven it's a seven episode uh mini series just all about that and every episode just twists and turns and there's fucking characters who you know like it, they set up arcs for these characters and these villains or you know like the thing is is that i don't believe that there's any hero in the story it's more about who's the less shitty person yes exactly mind mind you the workers are not not included M- in the that. workers are the less shitty <laughs> the workers are actually good people because they genuinely care about the animals it's more about the personalities mm-hmm. of these people who run these big fucking zoos private zoos or are in like animal rescue facilities like they're all in it for some reason other than being altruistic altruism is like their 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 cover but like when you get fall back onto yeah when you get into the series and you start digging deeper you realize that like everything kind of goes south at some point joe exotic maybe gets a little bit too big of a head because at one point he decides to run for governor no. Yeah. And he th- no, he yes, and he throws yes. out condoms with his face on it. And he says, "Vote for me, or you're screwed, and you'll need this." <laughs> <laughs> That's when he, like, when he says, "I'm wrong as shit." That's like his. Yeah. Is, his is his campaign video for that or president for or presidency? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I am broke as shit. <laughs> I am gay. I'm gayer than a $3 bill. (laughs) I have 172 tigers. I will not wear a suit. (laughs) Are are these his actual campaign promises? Yes. Yes. Let me see if I can find it. I'll send it to you guys. He was showing little Mickey. Yeah, he was being interviewed by someone who was like, you know, just like, oh, like, what's your, like, defense, uh, like, what's your defense uh, proposition and he basically was like well if you see a terrorist who wants to cut people's heads off here's what we're gonna do and he buys like this powder that if you shoot it it explodes and that's what he does he shoots it and it explodes <laughs> and he's like that's what we'll do <laughs> oh here's his uh here I wish I knew it like word for word because it's fucking hilarious <laughs> sending it to you guys I think this is the one I don't even know but one of my, oh my other gosh. favorite characters in the show is, um, yeah, there it is, Joe Exotic for president. <laughs> it looks like he's in, like, uh, what do you call it, the orange his jumpsuit? jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> he's what, foreshadowing. One of my favorite, uh, characters in the show is this guy named Robert Kirkman, I think is his name. He's the TV mm-hmm. show executive, uh, for the, what would have been the Joe Exotic reality show. And he's like, he's like this mythical figure that lives in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> is it robert kirkman the guy that like wrote the walking dead comics it, yeah that i think that's it i got i i don't remember the name of the tv show executive but i thought it was robert kirkman i might i probably have the names mixed up but like he he's a great fucking character too oh my god i love in buttfuck indiana he's like a mythic mythological character in the middle of bumfuck oklahoma leon dion living in his apartment or living in his home living his in family home. home living in his home in buttfuck Ohio <laughs> yeah I don't live in Ohio though <laughs> in buttfuck Idaho I don't live in Idaho <laughs> okay I love in, that you say buttfuck in buttfuck Indiana <laughs> I don't live in Indiana that's lie lie why you lie <laughs> I live in Utah Wait, you, know in I li- you know I live in Utah what you've known this I thought you I know. <laughs> or do I know? <laughs> is the real question. 
and you will not know if it's real or if it's not real, like Tiger King. Uh, I kind of know some things are real in Tiger King, though. Like, oh, definitely. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask this question though. Like, I was like, I was kind of curious. What was the last movie you guys saw in theaters before they shut down? Before the shutdown. Mm. Uh, I gotta look at Letterbox. Been a oh, while. Because I know yeah, which one I saw. Was it at least good? It was Onward. <clears throat> I took my family to go see it. Oh. What did you think of Onward? I liked it. I think it's a bit uh, samey for Pixar, and I think that like the first act is interesting. The third act is pretty strong, and like the emotional catharsis is there. I just feel like some of the events that take place with like some of these side characters are not that interesting. Mostly the Manticore, because it's like God, it's just there's nothing with that character really. There's nothing with any of the characters really. Of Onward. Yeah. Except for, like, of course, the, the first, the main two. Yeah, brothers. exactly. It's a movie for brothers and fathers and sisters and uncles and brothers and fathers and uncles. It, it was like no Zootopia. What I'm saying is, though, is, like, a, like, I think it's a really strong, I think it's a powerful message, but I think the structure and the time it takes to, or not the time, but, like, the structure it takes and, like, whatever is just very messy, I think. Yeah, I probably get could have used a little bit more in the draft thing. room. Yeah, it's like, eh. It felt undercooked for so many ideas that it was trying to do. It's a good pilot to a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Like, I think I think the one idea, like, the main idea it has going for it at the center does work really well, mainly because it, it's very, it's pulled off well in the third act, you know? Yeah. And, like, but I think the other, the other things that it's going for is, like, meh. Yeah. You know? It's gross. Like, what is it? Like, what is it? Struggling with, what is it called? Uh, or finding balance between like the past and the present and the future whatever past and the present hold on to something that isn't there you know like you know all that shit. i found yeah. it yeah i but found it I really said, like... insufferable though just in general i just found the film annoying you did <laughs> i think that's where my yeah i think that's where my distaste came from mostly is it just because like it's you have a little no heart bit. like is it because you yeah have i don't no, have a heart you don't have yeah, a like... soul tin man confirmed <laughs> Like you have oh, a fam- like you have a family you love and you're just like a oh, hermit so who lives by myself and like I hate everything <laughs> and I only really like movies everything. about sad people like Buffalo '66 and like that's it. Up- up- uplifting cinema isn't worth watching. Okay, uh, Mark's like, position. It's all about the pessimist. It's all about Doomer it's all about Solaris. Yeah, I live in Doomer the, world. I live in the, Doomer cinema. The Sam Peck. Well, you don't. Well, you don't like straw dogs though, Mark. Fuck straw dogs. That's like that's like ultimate doomer cinema. I don't care. Still haven't it's seen like, straw dogs. Ah, res- fuck pe- straw dogs. Res- respect Peck and Pa. Never seen a Peck and Pa film. Respect Peck and Pa. The goat. Um, Mark, what was the last like, thing you saw in theaters? The last Sorry. thing I saw in theaters. God, now I'm trying to think. Um, honestly, the last thing I saw in theaters, I will have to say because I have been doing most of my watches either from copies that I have personally or, like, online, because it's just so convenient. Um, thinking all the way back... Uh, what? Oh, my God. I, I think it. I think the last film I saw in theaters, like, the one that's coming to my mind right now that I think my brain is telling me to say is um, Countdown. Oh, really? Countdown? Holy shit. <laughs> exactly. All the way back oh. then. 
That was like 2019. Like September, yeah. October, right? Yeah, I think. I think that was like the last big movie I saw in theaters. Actually, no, no, no. I'm bullshitting. Uncut Gems. There we go. <laughs> that was all the way back in December. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Because Dylan? I felt I felt bad. I had to make up for it. You had to make up for it. Wait, wait. When you say that you have people who give you copies, like are you talking about like, oh, let's say Onward comes out, you already have some guy who gives you a copy of it? Shit. <laughs> Shut up. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's just like nothing, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Leon exposing me. Oh, I'm sure what that was. I'm just saying, maybe I have a wire attached to me as well. Would you like to speak up? Can you say that one more time, please? Yeah, do you want to say that? Let me lean in a little bit closer so I can hear what you're saying. <laughs> it's like that scene from Black Klansman at the very end. Yeah. Dylan, what was the last thing you saw in the theaters? The, like, I think was I think it was like the way back. The, the way, way back, back, huh? Yeah, it was like on the seventh. Did you like the way back? It was okay. I more it was like, but it was more sitting like watching the first cow. Yeah, you did oh, see boy. first cow. You're one of the la You're one of the few people on the entire earth that have seen it. <laughs> but yeah, is first but cow like even good? I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But it's like, but yeah, way back is a, it's okay. I heard it's, it's like been basically been compared to uh, Ben Affleck's version of Manchester by the Sea. I don't know. Manchester by the Sea is actually good though. I don't know about that. Ma Margaret. Margaret is great. Margaret's great. Margaret. Manchester Margaret. just is meandering bullshit. Manchester is basically my future life. <laughs> <laughs> doomer. doomer. And you're calling me a Doomer? Yeah, but you are a Doomer for realsies. What about you, Meredith? I'm curious. If, what was the last thing you saw in the theaters before they shut down permanently? Uh, So, I don't know if this technically can count. The last thing I saw was um well let me back up on this so the last thing that i saw that was not technically in a movie theater but it was a film festival the true fall festival in missouri and i say that just because all the movies that i saw there were in the um like one of the halls in um, the university of missouri campus but it's my long spiel of, I guess, technically on movie theater, but um, I saw, I think the last thing I saw there when I went, um, I think it was Crip, it was Crip Camp, I saw that, which Crip is on Camp? Netflix now. Um, yeah, it's the one, it's the movie, um, let me go to this real quick, I've got it on Letterboxd. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix now, uh, but it's basically uh, this movie, and it was made by it was co-directed by one of the um, people who went to this camp for it was in the like the I think the 60s and 70s when he went to this camp basically for disabled um, teenagers and young adults and it was run by like a bunch of hippies and they had like a really good time and stuff and so part of it part of the movie documentary um, it documented like um, how how it was 
for all these kids to go there during the juxtaposition of going there versus having to go back to school and stuff. And, um, and then the other, basically the other half of the documentary was about, um, fighting for, um, like disability rights and all of that, um, with the government and all of it. So it was really, it was really interesting. I definitely, um, recommend watching it, but that was the last thing I saw on the big screen. Technically, the last movie that I saw at a movie theater was Little Women, Little Women in December. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm just, I was just curious because I'm like, man, it's been miles since I've, uh, you know, been in a theater and I work at a theater, so. Yeah, exactly. I could have seen Bloodshot one day before my theater shut down, but I said, no, I got better things to do. Oh, man. I could have seen Vin Diesel in Bloodshot, and I said, nah, you know, not today. I don't, I don't really feel like it. Yeah, gosh. But you know what I do feel like is talking about the movie that uh, you picked, The Goodbye Girl. Do you want to introduce it, maybe talk about the plot a little bit? Yeah, that was a very nice uh, transition there, too. Uh, and I, it, you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot we watched that, which is <laughs> a mood every time we talk about movies. I totally forget. Um, okay, so, yeah, so The Goodbye Girl um, was released in 1977. It was directed by Herbert Ross, a screenplay by, of course, the iconic Neil Simon. And uh, basically it stars um, Marsha Mason. She is a dancer and... Um, a single mom um the well actually let me back up here so beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. um she ends up getting dumped by her boyfriend and she and her daughter were planning on moving to hollywood with this boyfriend after he got an acting job and he dumps her leaves a note and that's all and she's devastated so basically um what happens after boyfriend dumps her is that um we get this other actor this um stage actor played by richard dreyfus who um is being subletted i don't know if that's the right the right word to use but he's basically um been promised part of the apartment or actually all of the apartment he's under the influence he has the the whole apartment from the ex-boyfriend so anyway um he arrives and marcia mason's character refuses to leave so they have to compromise and live together um this is so these two and her daughter um played by i think it's quinn cummings who i think is a really good child actress yeah it was Um, quinn cummings yeah thank you i was like i think that's who it was um so anyway basically this whole story is the boy it's the whole formula boy meets girl man meets woman get along and they eventually come around and fall in love um yeah, so that's essentially how, how it kind of um, works. What did you think about the movie? I thought it was great. I liked it a lot. I mean, um, who, what is it? Richard Dreyfus won an Oscar for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, it's the only thing that it was nominated for. I'm surprised it wasn't screenplay or anything. It was the only thing that this movie was nominated for. Uh, crazy. For what year was it? I believe it was like 1978 is when they took place, those that Oscar mm-hmm. year. So he, mm-hmm, yeah. he won an Oscar for it, and I think it was rightfully deserved because it's a very layered performance. It isn't like he's just this straight character mm-hmm. all the way through. He has 
like ambition and drive to him, but you also understand him from both a narrative perspective and a humanistic perspective because he is what oh. drives the story forward and forces um what's her name marcia mason's character to grow and to learn to accept and trust other people again uh-huh. and uh-huh. so like him being that pivotal factor in the story is kind of what makes the movie work because if it was just marcia mason I don't think the movie would have worked as well. And not to mention that, like, those two have such good chemistry together. They're just, like, firing off one another. And I, I enjoy that yeah. interplay between each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was mm. really, really fun. What do you think? Me? I hear that. Hmm, uh-huh. For you, Mark. For uh, you, Mr. Mark. I, I really liked it. it. It was very charming. It was... Uh, I don't want to say um, quirky because quirky has such a negative connotation. But it was kind of quirky. It was kind of quirky. Kind of quirky. I love quirky. It was like I get you. Seeing what it like didn't even get nominated or and what actually won. Like Annie Hall took original screenplay that year, um, and I I think maybe both of those films were a bit too similar I, I think that might be where they got the thing where it's like oh well should we really nominate this because we already nominated this yeah like um to oh my god is uh word like it's an adjective described like um um oh my god um I want to say neurotic? No? Yeah, no. neurotic. That's yeah. what Woody Allen or, is well, mostly like commonly like, tied to. Like pathos, maybe? Like pathos being like uh, Some bit of... Sense, but yeah, I get you. Yeah, like like that. And maybe they were just a bit too similar in tone. Maybe that's why I, I could say that they wouldn't really pay much attention to the Goodbye Girl. Mm-hmm. But either way, I I still find... I found it very, very fun it's it's like it's a feel-good film there, there there's not a lot of stakes but it it's good to see a movie where it feels like everything goes right for characters that you actually do care about and root for that you actually like and want to see them succeed and grow with each other and they do I'm looking at the IMDb trivia page for this movie originally titled Bogart slept here with Robert De Niro as the leading mind as as the leading man and Mike Nichols as director, the story was supposedly based on Dustin Hoffman's life as a struggling actor. Reportedly, it was the story of what happened to Hoffman after he became a star. Hoffman wanted the lead role in the film, but turned but was turned down. Artistic differences ultimately forced Nero and Nichols uh, out two weeks into the shoot after several table readings. Other actors were also candidates in the role, including Jack Nicholson, James Caan, and Tony Lo... Bianco? Uh, Dreyfus was brought in uh, to test opposite of Marsha Mason. At the end of the read-through, writer Neil Simon ruled, it doesn't work, but they do. From this, the two leads for the picture were finalized. It would have been a totally different movie with Robert De Niro. I just, I don't see him in that kind of role. The Goodbye Girl? Yeah, I don't, I don't picture him in uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus's. no, I couldn't. I couldn't see that. Same with no. Jack Nicholson or James Caan. I, I really don't see them in that at all. I, I think, um, his size also like because at that point in time, he's he he looks warm. 
do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like he's yeah, he's, he's got on a homely the chunkier feel side. He's he got a, a homey feel. feel. Yeah, yeah, and like Robert De Niro, like what? This is seventy eight. Mm-hmm. 77 what what did he just recently do i swear to god um, wasn't it taxi that's driver? around like the taxi driver era right mm-hmm. i think so around where he's looking like a skeleton right? yeah 76 or yeah mm-hmm. taxi driver 76 and like just what a couple years after that like skeleton man i i couldn't see him in that role i feel like i feel like it had to be him because he really fit he fit it it was like if paddington was a man and he wasn't as he was as optimistic, but he wasn't as, um, oh, what's, uh, blind to the world itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of like that. It's, like, encapsulated into a male character, and it, it fits really well for both the feeling and the vibe and the character itself. It's just, it's fun to watch. Um, I did see a weird critique, though, on Letterboxd, saying that, uh, the whole, um, bathroom scene was a bit rapey, and I was like, huh... Oh, my oh, where God. he kisses her? Yeah, where he's just bugging her constantly, and he's, like, stopping her. She's like, "I let me go. I need to go through the room. And then he's just like, no, you are not. And then he, like, ha- moves oh. her over into the restroom, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, because, like, he ends up... That's the part where he comes back, and they're they're both... They haven't... Like, she, they haven't admitted that they like each other, but, like, well, he, you see him... Like obviously, like he he's making it known. He thinks he's she's cute and all that stuff. Yeah. But I know that's the part. Like after like Lucy, the daughter, presses Marsha Mason's character Paula, and she's like, "Oh, you like him or whatever." And she's like, "No, I don't." But she's kind of like, "Wink, wink." Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. And then he like, what is it? Yeah, he follows her into the bathroom. Okay, the part I could see like where so many questions is like he like he shuts the door and locks it. Like you see him do that. And yeah, you do see him do that. Like. <laughs> what um but then i don't know then i have the, the my weird crush for dreyfus like completely erases that because then he gets all like ooey gooey and it's oh, ooey gooey. <laughs> ooey gooey if you were what is it if you were a if you were a broadway song people would be no i'm messing this up what does he say he's like if your face was a broadway tune people would be humming it or something i don't know it's some weird i, I always love that line that was so cheesy but anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I can, I can kind of see that point. But in context, I don't think it's problematic. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say it's problematic. Like if watching that scene, that was like it, that wasn't even in my mind until I read it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, eh, not really. I, I found the quote. I found the exact quote you were talking about, Meredith. OK, if you were uh-huh. a Broadway musical, people be people <laughs> would be humming your face. Thank you. People would okay. be humming your face. <laughs> no, I think like it would be an issue if if she weren't sending signals to him and it was like an unsolicited him being like locking the no. door restroom. Yeah, then that's that's creepy. That, that's that would be like creepy. no way, buddy. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's a good uh-huh. point though. I'm glad you brought that up. It, it's 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 interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, he, he's definitely not a simp. Well, he's he's like he's half simp, half Chad. Well, he like... does some pretty Chad shit, but he does it in the name of a simp. So I, I don't know what to call him. I thought you said you were decent. I am decent. I also happen to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
Oh my gosh. At first I thought when you were talking about the bathroom scene, I, um, and I love like, there's, because I've looked it up on YouTube with like, I wrote like a blog post and all that a while back. And I always like, I cracked up because somebody put the scene where he like, he's, it's when he's just moved in and they, it's, there's the title of the YouTube video is something like Richard Dreyfuss's great overacting or something like that. Cause he goes in and one of my favorite lines is where he goes in and he's like, and something about it, I will not tolerate I, something about the, the, the panties drying on the rod. And he says <laughs> it like that. And I always, I, I love that so much, but I, I just, every time I think now I'm like, I, yeah, that's the directing, but he, he really, it's so funny. It's great. Well, like that first scene where they meet each other and they actually like, he gets into the apartment and everything. You just, you're hit with so much of his character. You're like, oh God, I can't, I can't imagine living with this guy. Oh, this would be awful. But like, as the movie settles in, you just get to learn more about him and hang out with him. And it's more of a, I wouldn't call it a hangout movie, but I would definitely call it more cozy, warm, comforting, stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm snuggle up with your loved one and watch so okay scratch that snuggle up with your significant other because the loved one makes it sound sound like um family member uh, <laughs> uh, snuggle up with your significant other and watch it and you might have a fun time yes also you, i read somewhere giggle. recently and i just like i googled it um i supposedly dreyfus i think he was using coke around that time which would completely explain sort of like some of his acting where he's just very like he's on all the time and he's I was firing like, on all cylinders that there, i was like that i honestly don't see that being out of the realm of possibility that would that would make a lot of sense for how yeah just his performance in that i'm like oh i could see that he's wired up but yeah <laughs> he's shaking wired around up. like a, he's wired up <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Dylan. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, like, did he watch? Did he watch me. it? Dylan, did you watch the movie with us? Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what'd okay. You, what did What did you think? It was okay. It was no little Nikki, right? <laughs> it was charming. <laughs> I was watching Little Nikki on a separate window. <laughs> oh my That's the god. Ultimate, like ultimate cinematic experience. Like, you're oh, so no. like you're so many miles ahead of us. I can't like I can't even like comprehend like how big brain you are. I really like enjoy that. No, but it's, I kind of mean it. It's a cute movie. It's a cute movie. It's cute movie. It's so, very cute. It's like uh, Oh my god. I'm looking at this fucking this thing for Joe Exotic for president. He looks like a mannequin. Okay, that I think the Photoshop's really bad. Can you? Yeah. Do you think that Leon? I feel like they photoshopped. Yes. Oh, they definitely. Like they what they it's did so is bad. they probably like just got rid of every single bump on his face, every single wrinkle, and everything on his face, so that way his face looks as smooth <laughs> as possible. But there's no texture to his face, so it mm-hmm. looks like a wax mannequin. It it looks like a wax mannequin. It looks like a Barbie doll. It looks like it's gonna go play with Kent in the dream house. What the fuck? It, it, and his eyes are no one's eyes look like that either no it's just it looks like a video game <laughs> it looks like a really it shitty does. game <laughs> oh my god uh, so exotic. what are what are is that is that wrapping up the thoughts on uh goodbye girl yeah i'd say watch it i i fully recommend it 
I would agree with that sentiment. Definitely. I, 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 I thought I had a thought and then I was like, mm, maybe I don't, but, um, yeah, I feel like if you like romantic movies, I feel like that, I think it, maybe it really, it's good for, I think, people who are into both kind of more modern movies and older movies because it's got kind of a little bit of that old like screwball energy um, or screwball comedy energy to it mm-hmm. with the fast paced lines and all that so if you really like dialogue and romance and stuff like that then I would I would definitely recommend it oh, and yeah, I will still for sure. forever die on the hill uh, that Richard Dreyfus is weirdly hot and I'm gonna put that out there again just so I can have it recorded so, yeah, that too. I think you're talking about Mark's favorite romance, uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Part 2. What? what? No! What? <laughs> no! <laughs> what is that? What is no! That? No, the first movie right the first movie is good. The second one ruins it. It Don't ruins it and you know it. No, it does Mark, it's like intentional subversion of the first one. Uh, and like, that's why it ruined it. That's why it's ruined. It's oh, good. it's anyway. a South Korean film. Okay. No, it's Chinese. Oh, it's a Chinese film. It's Chinese. I, could, I saw the it's characters Chinese. from a distance, so I got it mixed up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, right. Go ahead. Please keep crying. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the, the poster. Don't go br- the poster of this movie looks very, very generic and doesn't inform me about no, anything else. The first else. one or the second one? <laughs> it's the first one. <laughs> the no, first no, one's good, though. Look, it's maybe generic, but like, the first one is like legit top ten of all time. <laughs> it is really good. It's got a 6.5 on IMDb. I don't know if I can trust it. People are idiots. <laughs> Control. Control. Like, Take me home to play. It's like the song. West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Molly's game is on Netflix. Gross. Molly's game. Oh my god. At least they have Minority Report. That's a good movie. Uh, Oh, I didn't see that. Hold hold up. I remember. Oh god. Fucking Molly's game. Good, good lord. I remember that because, like, the screenplay for it was, like, 360 pages long, and I was like, who the f- why the fuck? Speaking of, they, why they have, like, Social Network, too, whoa. The fuck? Hmm. Anyway. Social Network's classic, though. Social Network oh. forever classic. Speaking oh, do they of- any given Sunday? I like Steve Jobs better. Speaking you would of, um... say that. Damn it, they've removed Any Given Sunday. Fuck. Jesse Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. What's the movie we watched that I really enjoyed? Oh, The Art of Self Defense. Yes. Uh, Zombieland 2 Double Tap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that movie came out the same year as uh, The Art of Self Defense. (laughs) Did it have. Oh, it's a Homer. (laughs) Oh my god, you hate that movie, but I know you do. You're laughing, you like it, so. It's you so like bad. you like zombie land you like it, it. the first Just one was it. the first one was bad but the second one oh here's the thing though In... <laughs> dylan i know even... you enjoy that movie 
enjoyed it. He liked it so the only, much. The only part I enjoyed was like again. the post credits with the Bill Murray. The Bill Murray. I saw three Bill Murray post credits. I saw it three times in a row. Do you hate yourself? Honestly, I, I saw it one time in. I saw it three times in theaters, like really? uh, oh, in a day and a half, day and a half's worth of time. Dang. Took my family to see it on different on different occasions because I have a big family, so I took them on different occasions. Please, <laughs> please, Leon, would you like to come step into my office, have a seat? Yeah, okay. I'm why sorry. do you hate yourself? I don't. Well, why, why do you, do you hate, hate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not the one who sentenced myself to watch Zombie Tap Double Land. And I'm not the one times. who asked a rhetorical question. Yeah. 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 Wait. Is rhetorical called rhetorical because it's retarded? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's not a quote of the night right there. That's a quote. That's a quote right there. That's a Mark that's a quote. quote. <laughs> I don't blow my own mind right now. Holy shit. Mark, what is your pick for us this week? Oh! No, it's no. No, no. it's your turn, Leon. It's my turn. Because we, sk- we, yeah, we actually skipped Mark because we went. So it was no, Dylan. Didn't. No, it we was went, Dylan was... first. And then Mark picked Wait, Yo-Yo. Mark, Mark did Seeking the End of the, the Seeking yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did. So who did we skip? Okay. Who did we skip? We didn't, we didn't skip, skip anyone. One. We did not skip anyone. I forgot to add it to the <laughs> the list. <laughs> that's what I forgot to do. Well, I'm going to do that oh right now. Oh, my gosh. Seeking of... I was totally ready for Mark to pick something, but now I'm like, God, what do I pick? Thank God. <laughs> oh. irony. Oh, man. Okay. Let me see. Let me pull from my catalog here. Let me pull from the good old list of Leon's best hits classics. Um. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't ready for this. I was not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nicky or bust. Little Nicky or bust. I think I'll bust then. Do it. Just Little Nicky so or don't bust. Have, so don't, so don't. <laughs> I think because what... I mean, I'm gonna choose the next week, next time we do this anyway. <laughs> Get it over with. No, <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I won't I'm let kidding. you do like, that to me. The theatrical cut or. I think what I'll do, I'll do Spring Breakers, directed by Harmony Kareen, came out in 2012. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. Spring Breakers. That movie's awesome anyway. Fucking love Spring Breakers. I want to talk about it again because I've been having the hankering for some Spring Breakin'. Have some hankering for a Spring Breakerin', am I right? Yeah, since everyone decided to go on Spring Break anyways, despite the world ending. It's like, thank you for choosing. The one good Harmony Korean for us to no, see. No, no, Gummo's good. No, no Trash Humpers. Uh, Gummo's kind of trash. Trash Humpers. <laughs> trash Humpers, Gummo, uh, Kids. <laughs> oh my, like, Harmony Korean is like, he's on such a roll. He has so many good films. You cannot even get on this man's level. The only, the only other good one is probably, like, Julian Donkey. Julian Donkey Boy slaps. Kids. So is say, the first film. The kids good film, first film masterpiece okay no, masterpiece like, gummo his God, first film that he directed <laughs> you got bitch 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 <laughs> that you just said in the fucking chat yeah it's a really good picture but yes that's what i'll be picking spring breakers great yeah nice. i think that's an episode by the way that's oh my gosh 
Yay, another episode. Uh, yes, in the can. Yes, yes, you can follow all of us on Letterbox. I link the I link the profiles um, in the episode description, so you can find us there. Our Twitter account is, I believe, Metrocast eighty um, eight. Should just be able to find it there if you search it. Pretty sure. Yeah. Maybe uh, you, you yeah. can now listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Soundcloud. I actually don't know about Soundcloud. No, I mean, we don't do, do SoundCloud, SoundCloud anymore because you have to pay. Fuck I'm not, SoundCloud. I'm not paying the money. Know. I'm not paying the We're fucking money. We're anti-SoundCloud now. I stopped uploading to YouTube too because it's like, ah, uh, no one's going to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> so let's keep it on Apple. Yeah. Exclusively on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, that feels so good to say. Um, yeah, we're, well, we're on a couple <laughs> other ones as well, but like most most streaming platforms that have podcasts, we're on. Um, we Stitcher, on we're show. not on, but I don't know anybody who uses Stitcher. Who the fuck uses Stitcher? Exactly, no what? one I know uses Stitcher. <laughs> so you can follow us there. You can also follow the official uh, Twitter page at Metrocast One. Um, you can just follow us there. You can also ask us questions there, and we'll answer them on the next episode. Uh, mostly, that is just to solicit. Hey, here's when a new episode's out. If you don't get a notification, um, if you do, uh, follow us on the Apple Podcast page. Make sure to give us a rating. That actually does help us in search, in like the searches, and also in promotion. So, if you want to give us a rating, please do. We would love that and appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have any other socials we want to plug at all? Dylan or Meredith, you guys got any socials I can plug? Yeah, fuck Mark. Mark, you're... <laughs> Mark, you don't have yeah. any socials. Uh, uh, at MeredithRiggs39 on Twitter. And I always forget. I think it's just Meredith Riggs on Letterboxd. I think so. I or think it is. You just else. type in Meredith Riggs. Yeah. You should be able to find it. Yeah. should be the first my name is open to open on the internet but it's whatever yeah but that's me yes my letterbox is leon dion you should be able to find it. it's pretty quick i think it's the first thing that pops up too so you can find marks at crimes on letterbox uh I, 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 okay what you, you don't you <laughs> just, want to do just, it just go and say it for me come on like you just go, just go on like just, 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 well, like... you're a stuttering blabbering baby i had to help you <laughs> Dylan, do you have any socials you want to plug? Dylan, you got any socials you want to plug? Eh. 